Welcome to Georgia Institute of VMS presents UMS Underground. I don't know where I was going with that. I am Charles McFall. Charles McFall. And here is the sanity in the world, the the dullness that is a firefighter, Douglas Spencer. I don't know. So how you doing, Douglas? Whatever I am, you're the one that drags me into this to make it better. So, <laughs> well, probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> uh, so, so okay. For two weeks, we have not had a podcast here because uh, I was in Dobbins Air Force Base doing continuing education for a bunch of awesome firefighters, and uh, yeah, I thought maybe I could work some things around, uh, but no, it did not happen. So it's going to happen again next month. The first two weeks of October, we're returning to Dobbins Air Force Base, so there will be you know no real podcast done there uh, as of right now. But today, Douglas, you know, we're catching up on things. We were talking about Grady last couple weeks or a couple weeks ago, whatever. Um, no, I got some I got some feedback from actually some people who are working for Grady, uh, but you know I don't, I don't I thought let's take a different stance. We've been talking about we have been talking about the possibility of of an oversight committee right you you said well you know i'm fire i'd like it to look like this and i'll send my ems and so today we're to play that that game of what if what would it look like if we had oversight committees for fire and then for ems and you'd want it separate right douglas you don't want the same committee. why there's a different structure there's a different paradigm for what you're doing Go on. <laughs> you, <laughs> you make things back, better, right? Do it. You didn't know back in the same place we are. Uh, the the current Georgia Firefighter Standards and Training Council is the same for paid versus volunteer, and they're trying to apply the same standard to both, and it's just not working. Uh, so if you took paid EMS and volunteer fire, you add in another layer of complexity to it. Beyond the the paid versus not paid, now you've got fire versus medical. Uh, you've got a whole whole different world of things that you're you're interested in. And good, bad or otherwise, the, the volunteer firefighters in Georgia kind of need to be taken care of by themselves at the at this point because well, like we've talked about before, nobody else really knows how to deal with them. Yeah, and so even there, you're talking about separating, and we're specifically talking about Georgia. So if you're watching this outside of Georgia, yeah. this is not going to be. I mean, maybe you can take something and apply it to your situation, or maybe get some ideas for for things going on where you are that's specific to you. But this is definitely based out of our experience in our areas. So you would you would definitely need. Two councils under fire, a volunteer fire council and a professional fire council. And that's what you'll have January 1st, 21. Okay, so tell me more about that. So my involvement in it, uh, I was trying to find out what the rules were, who made the rules, and how they're going to apply to to my department. And so uh, I got involved in, in trying to go to meetings and keep up with the, the publications that they had for Georgia Firefighter Standards and Training Council rules. And so I had some conversations with people who agreed with or disagreed with the rules for, for whatever their reasons were and got pulled into some conversations that occurred after the, the cancer mandate, cancer insurance right. mandate passed. And a lot of people saw that as a, a, a unfunded mandate, a hardship on the volunteers that really didn't provide the same value that it does to paid firefighters. And so that really kind of put a wedge in the divide. And a lot of people started to come up with, well, we either need a council that is 75% volunteer or we need a completely separate council just for volunteers because the current council doesn't have any volunteer firefighters on it. Everybody that's on the council is either a paid firefighter sure. or uh, a city commissioner. So or something. let's let's start talking right there because the, I hear that number seventy five percent. So you're talking about in that suggestion, somebody was saying that uh, the current council, which has no volunteers on it, should now be taken over by volunteers. 
Because that's what that is. That's the majority. That yeah, seems a so, bit much to ask for. I, I'm, I'm opposed to any additional regulation in government, whether it be local, state, federal, whatever. I'm just generally opposed to additional government oversight. I think it's cumbersome. Sure. Now, well, well okay. You, well, those are two different things. Government oversight, government regulation, right? Because everybody wants those in. But when we talk councils, when you got to start the fresh conversation, when you got to throw some of that out, right? When we start that conversation, say, okay, if we want an oversight council, and this will play more into my ideas with EMS when we get to it a little bit later on, of is we got to start about what it looks like first and then where they play the role in, in oversight and regulations, and everything else. So, and 75 is just a, a it, it's, it's a it's a lot <laughs> it's it's not it's not a factual statistical number it's just hey a rule of thumb 75 percent of the united states is covered by volunteer fire departments 75 is just a number i don't know that that's exactly what it is i think the last time i looked it up uh statistically it was 72 some states it's higher some states it's lower i think georgia at one point was around 67 68 i think they're closer to maybe 58 or 60 now but regardless the 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 concept was that if 75 percent of your firefighters are in this category then 75 percent of the council that regulates them should be in the same category Okay. So I, that okay, was, that that was one suggestion was that if you're going to have a single council, then it should be representative of those that it governs. Okay, okay, okay. But you could argue, you could argue. So this is what I like. You could absolutely argue. Well, I'd argue eighty to ninety percent of the call volume in the state is done by paid departments versus maybe twenty percent of fire volunteers so maybe maybe you know what we should have 20 percent of volunteers on the council that's a valid argument if you look at where people live metro atlanta has certainly got a lot more population than other places in the state of georgia I, i'm gonna make up a wild and i made the 80 20 i made that up i made that up yeah sure since we're making up stuff well, i mean this is ems and government i mean if it's government we just make up whatever we want right there are as many people in the city of Atlanta than there are in the entire south half of the state. Okay. That's probably nowhere close to true, but it's going to make an argument, right? Sure. So, so should Atlanta govern the state? Let's let's just take a vote of the people in Atlanta, and what they want is what the state should do, because there's there's more people in Atlanta than there are the rest of the state. Um. Uh, well. <laughs> I mean, I live close to Atlanta, so screw you guys. I'm down. Uh, I was trying to look at the state of uh, the, the population of Atlanta versus the population of the state of Georgia, like separated oh, out. Yeah. Uh, so the population of Atlanta in 2018 looks like, uh, let's call it 500,000 people in the city of Atlanta. And uh, according to this is 10.51 million people in the state of Georgia. So that, yeah, that percentage actually doesn't work. Interestingly enough, so, I was just having fun with it. I thought you'd be right, but no. Um, but you know, you know, I'd be right. We're making up numbers. <laughs> it's much, much easier for Dilbert to make up numbers than yeah. it is to actually defend something. But that is, I mean, that is something we've talked about, right? In a side note, that the city you're either in Atlanta or you're in Georgia. It is a different yeah. feel for how you operate. But okay, so yeah, you know, you could, and that's the thing. When you start building councils, you have to take into consideration. How do we actually represent what we're trying to represent? And we'll, again, yes. we'll get into that. But we're, I want to get back to, so this is an actual thing. There's a fire council that does not really represent faithfully volunteer firefighters. That That's the argument that was presented to me. And based on my observation of the council meetings and personal discussions with the director the council does not understand volunteers my opinion you can you know argue it one way or the other if you want but that's my opinion based on my observations and my discussions so the the proposals that were put up were either either you take the current council maintain a single council 
but make it representative of the state. So if 75% of the state's volunteer firefighters, 75% of the council should be volunteer firefighters. What actually happened was that they created two councils. They created a whole separate volunteer council, which I'm opposed to because it adds too much regulation. Well, okay, let me ask you that specifically then. Does this council dictate how fireworks in Georgia, meaning that it would add that layer of rec- uh, uh, regulation, or is it more of an oversight committee where they see the problems, they can have some authority to fix some problems, but really suggest to the governing bodies how to fix it? There's there's about six paid staff members that are the the director and the compliance auditors and the administrative staff and the, the testing uh, coordinators, the paid staff for Firefighter Standards and Training Council. They, as of January, they will have two different bosses. They will have to answer to the president of the Georgia Firefighter Council and the Georgia Volunteer Firefighter Council. Okay. The Volunteer Firefighter Council has the exact same mandate as the Firefighter Council. So if you are a volunteer department and have zero paid firefighters, then the volunteer council decides whether or not you can be a department, whether or not your firefighters are qualified to be firefighters, okay. whether or not your truck is meets the definition of fire truck. Sure. Exactly the same way the current council does for everybody. These councils set up the rules that say, well, if you want to be a firefighter, then you've got to be 18. You've got to have... But who has, the, who has the actual final say, right? Who does the sign off that this is going to be... What person, what department head does the sign off saying, okay, you station five in Louisville County are now an actual station currently. The, currently the, the council, they have to take a vote on it. So I have to send in paperwork to the staff. The staff reviews it. The director takes it to the council. The council reviews it and votes on it as to whether or not I can be a fire Okay. Department. So they, they can't. So, okay. So yeah, so this is kind of putting two umbrellas over. Well, but are they splitting? Are they splitting responsibilities? Right, because volunteer would only get volunteer, professional paid would only get professional paid, right? right. There's and well, I guess the real question is not only that because that's an obvious. I answered it myself in asking the question. So yay me, ha ha. Uh, <laughs> but uh, okay, how many seats on the professional council to the fire council have, and vice versa? Because you're going to have some crossover. There, there's no, the the staff, the paid staff is not eligible to be on the council. No, no, no. But you have a now you have a volunteer council, and you have the a vol- paid council. So yes. there's crossover. So you no. should have two volunteer seats. No, no, no. What? what? Why? There, there Why? Two, Why? Completely separate councils, and both councils are appointed by the governor. But there has to be a liaison or something. Nope. This is stupid. I told you <laughs> this is done badly. <laughs> Whose broad idea was it to do it this way? Um, Please don't say Tom can't play. Please don't say Tom can't play. <laughs> no, because he actually would do it better. He would do it better. Um, Senator Jones of the 25th, oh, of, of the 53rd, Gooch of the 51st, Kennedy of the 18th and Miller of the 49th. So they basically, okay, this is the feeling. This is the feeling. I love how you have the printout for the podcast. <laughs> he actually has the printout of how this was formed, and that's why he had those names off the top of his head right there. Uh, you're prepared for the show, man, more than me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, because <laughs> I was prepared for it two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, well, I was about Dobbins Air Force Base. Blame the military. Blame the military. So this. This, oh my God, this feels and sounds like, and I'm waiting for somebody to correct me to show me the difference. It feels and sounds like this is another one of those instances where somebody who got elected and shit you the seat in the white building downtown Atlanta said this would be a great idea without doing any damn research or thinking about how this will actually work. Because let's jump into EMS for a hot minute, right? Uh, just based off of the District 3 Council, 
Region 3 Council of EMS. There's 10 regions in the state of Georgia, and they all have a council. And and those councils have seats, right? And they're elected. There's a president and a, a vice president and this and a, that and another. But then they have these other councils that spin off. Like, I, I don't remember the exact name, so if I get it wrong, I'm just making this up as I go. The Trauma Council, the Doctors Council. Um, there's something, you know, a subcommittee, right, to, to look at what's going on with with you know any kind of complaints those kind of things and they have seats right so um the subcommittee usually is made up of people on the council maybe a few others and they'll have a representative who's already on the council but the the doctor's council right they have a seat on the official so they are part of helping make the decision for region three on on different things and vote full voting powers but they also give the reports of, hey, we had this whole other council that is not regulated by you, but absolutely has everything to do with you. And so I'm on that council and I'm on this council as a full representative of both. Right. Why would you not have a at least a liaison that says, hey, professional firefighters, because you're so special. Here's what the volunteer losers are doing. And then you go to the volunteer ones. Hey, awesome volunteer dudes. Here's what those loser paid guys are doing. I don't understand why. Why is there a freaking fart? So this is going to be a hot mess is what you're telling me. Yes. Now, I presume that the the paid director and his staff who have to report to both councils would be notifying each council what the other council is doing or something. But now the, the entire staff, the guy that I call up and go, Hey, uh, you know, I've got new firefighters. Here's their applications. Hey, uh, we've just changed our truck. Hey, we're moving the station. The guy that comes and makes sure that I've got all my stuff in order. Now he's got two different bosses Yeah, because he doesn't cover just me. He covers me and the next County over that's paid or, I don't know. Maybe they're going to have to hire more staff. So there's a guy that does just the volunteer and a guy that does just paid. I, I don't know. Well, at some point it does come to an apex, right? The, the, the president or whatever that you were mentioning there. And so, yeah, I know you've served two bosses before. How does that work out? Please, sir. Can I have more? Well, if you get another person sent off. All right. Well, a month and a half is the next meeting. You wait a month. You get that meeting. Please, sir. Can I, well, if you get this, Oh my God. How come y'all aren't talking to each other? I'm pretty sure there's a really, really old book that says you can't serve two masters. I mean, TV Guide is kind of old, but you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is this is politics. Don't bring religion into the politics. We can't mix <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate. That's not gonna work. Where do you think politics started? I know, right? It's all the devil. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so let me jump in as we build off of this. So that's that's what's being built by, in my opinion, morons. And yeah, you want to get on the show? Get on the show and defend why you're not moron. The last time that happened, it didn't turn out too well because we had a. a, a okay, so let me let me step back as I was intentionally offensive, uh, but it's like okay, this is what I teach my kids. When I said, I said "You're stupid," you know, okay, you're stupid, and I teach them it's like. And I, yes, I take it from first go, but I say stupid is as stupid does. Stupid is making dumb decisions when you know what the right one is or keeping to make the dumb decision after you tried to learn your lesson over and over. We've all done stupid things, right? You know, it's not a, stupid is not a matter of knowledge because I've seen some very smart people who get elected as congressmen of Georgia do some really stupid things like say, hey, firefighters, every all fire departments have to pay for your fire caser because, yay, we're awesome and we feel good. And he talked to one paid fire department in his neighborhood and that was it. You know, he didn't actually poll the state. He didn't go out to all the 75% of counties that have volunteer services, whatever, how that number breaks out. He didn't talk to him. So that was the first time you were ever on the show. We had you on to talk about how stupid this bill was and how it was going to hurt volunteer counties. And one of the guys who, who wrote the bill called in and it did not go that well for him. Cause like you did not do your due diligence. End of story. You just didn't, you did this to feel good about yourself and to kind of help somebody, but you base it off of basically AFD, you know, or is it CAFD? Is it City of Atlanta? Or is it, it's Atlanta Fire Department, AFD, whatever. Yeah, the, the, fire. The, the fire, awesome fire boys who put out fire stuff in the hot city of Atlanta. Okay. 
Yeah, but they have a whole different situation where you have a big taxpayer base and the whole city and in, in, uh pays for these fire departments. So maybe they should pay for fire uh, for cancer in, insurance. But when you go out to Oglethorpe County where Douglas is and it's all volunteer and they have to sell you know bad tasting chicken dinners to you know chicken balls. <laughs> Chicken mole's the worst, dude. It's the worst. I mean, there's not even a real word, mole. Y'all made that up to say, I don't know what this is. Here you go. You're not even Southern. <laughs> Thank you very much. I will take that as a compliment, sir. <laughs> I may not be a damn Yankee, but I don't like chicken mole. Um, <laughs> so, but, I mean, you guys have to raise money, you know. You raise money to, you have a very minimal budget, so you raise money for everything else. And now the same bill was saying, you have to pay, your department has to pay for cancer insurance or you can't be a department. You know, that was a bad mix. That's why I'm saying, you know, come on and tell me you're not a moron, but these four guys you listed out are morons. You put up a firewall. That's, I'm just going to say, it, that's bull. You know, it is. It is. It is you going, we're fun years, and we deserve our own thing. No, you don't. You really don't. You have to make it work together. The pay department doesn't deserve their own thing. Absolutely. And Carrie's coming to your defense. Vesta has the best chicken. <laughs> is it fried? Does it taste like KFC? Because here, there's some southern fried chicken that's mmm, mmm. Now, Nicole Spencer, okay, we're fighting. We're fighting in the chat now. When Nicole comes in, those fighting words right there. <laughs> I don't know if she's fighting with care of me. Either way, I'm good with that. I think it's with me because she's on the different Facebook page. So <laughs> I'll fight all of you. I'll fight everybody. Let's change this to fight your podcast. Um, all right, so I, I'm done with my rant, Douglas. But that was, it feels, okay, let's put up, a, that That absolutely feels like a, you've had yours, now let me get mine. How's that going to help? I'm going to ask you, how's that going to help anything? I was trying to get the current council to understand the the effects of their rules on volunteers and to work through the current council to adjust the rules so there's not a one-size-fits-all thing. You, you can't have Metro Atlanta and rural Georgia doing the same thing. Right. I feel like there needs to be one council that is, you know, sympathetic to the the entire spectrum of the fire service. I don't like the fact that there's two councils, but it wasn't my choice. I understand some of these. I, I actually met a couple of these uh, senators, um, and and I did explain to them that I feel like the current council was expecting unreasonable things from volunteers, and it was making it very difficult to get volunteers and to keep volunteers. It was becoming very expensive for the fire service, and so ultimately you were going to end up with communities that lost fire protection because they either ran out of volunteers or they had to turn around and increase taxes to pay somebody to meet these standards. And so, you know, I don't think the current council is completely blameless, but like I told you at the beginning, I'm not a fan of increased regulation. Having more government just makes a mess out of things. Yes. So, uh, I thought you were going to go with Mulan and make some man out of you. I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. Uh, <laughs> don't don't you roll your eyes at me sir i can make a Disney <laughs> reference if i want to um no I, and I believe you i mean i agree with you fully and when i talk about ems needs a, a council it needs a, an oversight committee it needs somebody and I, i'm gonna build that council and we're gonna talk about a dream council and you might split off a little bit for fire and i want to talk about that but this this what we're getting okay so yes by nature, if it's all paid firefighters and presumably probably assistant chiefs, if not chiefs, right? Because they're as you get higher up in the food chain, you have more bureaucratic responsibilities. So while you may not have more time to handle it, the guy, the 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 engineer that's on the truck, he's needed on that truck on that shift more than likely. So who's not absolutely as needed? The the lieutenants the the captains the the assistant chiefs the chiefs you know those kind of people right so i imagine the people on the council currently are absolutely long-term been in paid departments very long time if not their entire career and that's how they think because that's their life there's no blaming you for thinking that way but that's your life right so it's going to make it hard they don't understand the volunteer service and i'm going to tell you i've actually been victim of this too when a student like reaches out and says, hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I instantly go, shut up and do the work. 
it should be this way because I come from my mindset of this is how I did the work. And I have to step back and go, okay, well, let me actually see your point of view. I know you're still wrong. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> but, you know, from a paid firefighter standpoint, I can see where they go. Well, it, it should be this way. We got to hold a standard. You know, you guys, you volunteers, you do great work. Even if they think this way, you do great work, but there should be this standard. And it should be similar to our standard. What you really need is somebody to give a different perspective. Wow, Douglas went away. <laughs> oh, there you are. Uh, what you really need is a different perspective that says, um, hey, okay, we understand here's how we try to hold that standard, but here's literally what I'm dealing with in my county, and, I, and it mirrors a bunch of other counties of you work on a budget, city of Atlanta, I'm making this up, you work on a budget of $10 million a year. And whereas the, the fire departments in Oglethorpe County, not just Vesta, but all the fire departments work on a shared budget of $10,000 a year. We get it like, yeah, two grand each or something. You know, you know what I'm saying? You, you got to break that down because it goes back to one of my favorite stories that I tell about being in Jasper County and being on the EMS. We had two retired county commissioners come to one of the budget meetings because EMS was covered under fire and everything. It was all public safety. So the budget was one budget. And, and they were nitpicking the EMS of like, why are we paying so much overtime in EMS? And because of this and that, why can't we just get more people? And I happen to be there and I happen to give no craps whatsoever. And mm -hmm. I went, uh, hey, asshole. And you're retired. And literally, I said that to the, the people I should have been respectful to. I was like, hey, asshole, in your retirement, you probably make way more than me. I'm going to tell you right now, I make $28,000 a year. I'm a paramedic working in this county, living in this county making sure that the car wrecks, the heart attacks, you know, the things that you're going to be heading into very soon because you're old as shit, you're pissing me off. Uh, those, you know, you're going to be, you know, the strokes, the the heart attack, the things that take high-end paramedic medicine. Yeah, I'm making $10 an hour and I can't pay my bills. I can't break 30 grand. I guarantee you're making more than that in your retirement. So that overtime that you're trying to nitpick is all built into that $30,000 that I don't make in a year. So how about, you know, we, we back and then, and they actually, instead of being pissed off at my very abrasiveness, I mean, I was, I was very dark. I was very angry. I was very attackful of them. Instead no. of them responding, Hey, I'm better now. Shut it. I mean, I, I get on the show <laughs> and I, I, I do my opinions, but I could actually discuss things and, and actually I could go in front of the Georgia Senate and I could probably convince them to do it my way or at least open their eyes to some things, whether they're convinced or not, I can do it tactfully but in that case i was not that guy and i was like i was i was, i couldn't pay my bills and here you are trying to take money away nitpicking because it's open to the public whatever anyway uh, that opened their eyes they were more mature than i was and like oh holy cow you only make that much and how many hours you work and i'm telling them no i in a, in a week we're working 90 to 120 hours you know depending on over you know actual overtime you know, over our shifts and and then even then I, I filed on like 30,000 in the year, making a ton of overtime and it opened their eyes. And it seems like that would be a better council. And that's the council I would want to build is not separate councils. You take some of those chairs off of the, I mean, it should be 50, 50, in my opinion, if it's 75% of the state has volunteer services and some volunteers work both, that'd be a couple of good seats to have, right? Somebody who works both systems you know, to sit up on the council and then you need, you need some citizens. You need some citizens and that's the council I want to build. So let's talk about what we want, not what you're getting Douglas, but what you want. Cause that's what you're getting is crap. It is more oversight, more doubling of the work two bosses, nobody talking to each other, which is what I am aiming to eliminate. We have to talk to each other more. So I want an EMS council, a state level EMS council, that would recommend to lawmakers, that would recommend to DPH, this is how things should be done. This is what we're seeing happening. It has to have at least, at least I don't know how many seats, so every seat's gonna be represented equally. At least two citizens that have nothing to do with medicine. You can own a business, you can be a house mom who just wanted to make a difference. It doesn't matter. Two citizens that have nothing to do with medicine. Then it has two uh, two business owners of EMS, that could happen. It can have two fire chiefs that work EMS, right? So, because like, uh, 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 man, there's a ton of, Gwinnett, Gwinnett Fire does both EMS and fire service for the entire county, right? So you can have a representative of that kind of system. You can have two 
just straight EMS people, right? Not necessarily in leadership, not necessarily running a service or owning a service, you know. I think of Carly specifically. Uh, I don't remember her current last name. I knew her as Odom. Uh, but she is, as far as I understand, she runs Newton EMS. And if I misstate that, I, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure she's the she's the the chief of Newton EMS. That's a hospital-based service. She's on the council, or at least was on the EMS council. You know, you, you see what I'm saying? You have this broad spectrum. So people ask questions. Citizens will ask questions that medics won't think about, that the firefighters won't think about, that the business owners won't think about, right? And you keep that good old boy system at bay by adding people in that do not have anything to gain from it, right? That's the council I want to see. Now, what do you see wrong or right with that? I think you'd have difficulty recruiting the membership and difficulty holding the meetings, but I mean, the philosophy sound, you, you need an objective outside opinion to evaluate how you're doing some things. I just, I don't know how logistically you put it together. I, I have difficulty in, uh, whether it's this firefighter standards and training council, or even the Georgia, uh, firefighters association, you know, how you, how you logistically, hold meetings and get these people involved and carry the information across the state. I've got a hard enough time letting the people in my one county know what we're doing, let alone trying to let people know across the entire state what you're doing. So I just, well, but that's me that I, I get hung up on details. That details are where the devil lives and you're the redheaded devil. That's why I bring you all. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, and you're right. And part of the recruiting comes into pay. You make it worth somebody's time. You have you need a budget for this because we want somebody to not. I'll be honest. I see way too much uh, in the past things have gone on. It's like, hey, we want to bid for this county, and we're gonna we're on the council. And we're buddy buddies with everybody on the council. We're gonna recuse ourselves from the vote because our service that I own, my service that I own, is wanting that thing. And you know what happens? I've seen it too many times. That backdoor deal is like, all right, buddy, I got you. I know, I know you. And we've talked about this, even in the most positive light, Douglas, is if you're on the council, uh, we said like Oglethorpe County, and you know me, you've known me for twenty some odd, almost thirty years, maybe now. Um, and yeah, but you, know, I've known you forever. I know you're gonna come in. I know your heart. I know you're gonna come and do the best. That's still wrong for you to be able to choose that I can do it, right? It, it that's that's no matter how good your intentions are, that's the wrong way to do it. You need to have somebody independent of all that to say, Hey, um, you've, you, why give it, give us statistics. And if you pay the council, right. And you have those rules of, you cannot have any ties and we need to be able to, to, to look into and vet any ties that you might have Charles with Douglas to say, no, we can't do it that way. Cause if Charles has ties to Douglas, not only do you accuse yourself, you don't get to be any part of it, of that voting. So you have to have enough people, but you make it worth people's while. And Russell Skinner says uh, it costs money to volunteer. It absolutely costs money to volunteer. It costs money to be a volunteer firefighter. Your time, your energy, your training, time off of work, uh, your gas money, right? It costs time to be a volunteer on one of these councils. Why are we having regulatory councils that ask you to sacrifice everything? What the hell's wrong with this system, right? I go to the Region 3 Council. To my knowledge, it is not a paid position. So they're asking all these chiefs and firefighters and EMS personnel and business owners to volunteer their time to go to these meetings. And they do it because they believe in one of two things, in my opinion, and controlling the future for their own benefit or because they believe like I do, let's change things for the better. And I think mostly it's let's change things for the better. And even those who want to control it for the future are not necessarily just that hundred percent. They, they absolutely probably want to change things for the better as well. Cause what do we say? Sometimes the bad guys just think they're doing the good things, right? You know, <laughs> it's, it's whatever. Um, so What's yeah, there was a green Hornet. Wasn't that the, the, the good guy that was trying to do bad things so he wouldn't look like a good guy. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did hit the Kato, the sidekick, and yeah, they were doing <laughs> things at night and blowing up bad guys and making, yeah. Um, but no, it, <laughs> I mean, term. I mean, I think term limits are a thing. Um, I, I think if we came to a council, 
you you said it's good in theory and all this is theory it's all it is but that's what i'm saying why are we not having on any of these councils why are we so afraid of having average citizens and it could be somebody with an agenda i've seen that happen before and you you gotta you gotta appease people you gotta the whole goal with any council should be we come together to agree one way or another on this thing right and we see how well that worked in congress and we see now how well that works in the senate <laughs> um but but that's society that's a true society is it's not douglas you believe in no mask and charles believes in all masks and but we have to find a middle right um half mask <laughs> yeah i'll wear a mask but i'll put it on my thorax <laughs> uh we but we have to be open-minded and that's a lot that's the problem i'm seeing with your fire councils right now is they're not open-minded it was all professional council and whatever reason somebody didn't want to try to break that up either add more seats bring in volunteers or take out seats to replace them with volunteers right so we made a whole separate council that's just volunteer and you're inherently going to have conflicts because you don't have the overlap that is needed to explain or at least keep up with hey this is going on uh ej daily she is on the region three council as a dph representative i know she goes to a she may be on every council as a dph representative i don't know but i know she goes to a lot of them and they have to report up to an office so is there an office like DPH, Department of Public Health, for the fire department? Uh, no, it's the uh, Office of the Insurance. So the fire marshal, uh, the Standards and Training Council, the Public Safety Training Center, they all answer to the insurance office. So what – all right, and it's going to be too hard for me to chase down and, and equate <laughs> – but when you're talking about it's hard enough to get it across the state, well, here's the thing, Douglas. You don't have to get it across the state unless you're on that council. Now, you're on that council. On well, EMS, we have 10 regions. Maybe you have uh, uh, regions for fire or whatever. And, and I expect you to build this for the fire. You know, I can only do the EMS side of it. But you say, okay, so what happens is each region has its own little meetings, and it goes up to the state, and there are statewide emails. And as a... 911 provider or even as an educator it is my responsibility to read the, the notes and understand if i don't that's i mean there should be penalties for that so in theory i'm just going to simplify this you go to the council meeting because you're the representative for oglethorpe county or maybe for your region to go to this council meeting maybe you're the council member for you and that's the other thing do we really need 10 region councils should we have one oversight committee i think we should have one oversight committee that have representatives because you can have committees that are 20 people. You can't. I've seen them hosted at hotels that I worked at, did audio visual, and they had they had microphones and they had stuff that was broadcasting out. I mean, because they were, dude, we had the Southeastern Dock Workers Association meeting, meetings at our hotels when I worked downtown Atlanta. That's for the whole Southeast. And there would be 30 plus people on this council and they would fight like dock workers. And they, it was so fun to sit in those rooms, man, because they, it was not anything like a council meeting you would ever picture. It was great. But they ultimately had to come together on stuff with unions, with this, with that. And as the Southeast, so you know, you know, I don't remember all the states, but let's say North Carolina to Alabama, totally different ways you work a dock, yet they're on that same council, right? And that's a huge area. So we're talking about one state. Right, so Douglas, you go to this council either by a member or by the region or by your county, right? And you get the information. Or you don't because you're not a part of it. The council meeting happens. You are the super chief for Oglethorpe County. So you get that information sent to you. Now all you have to do is make sure that your chiefs know about it, right? Right. So you have to have some personal responsibility because that's the problem with your response was it's so hard. It's so personal effing responsibility, people. Let's make it where the council gets paid. They're independent, not independently wealthy, you know, because I want to run for that council. But where they're not going, I have to volunteer my time because that's when you get people not showing up. And sure, you can have some absences and, if there, and there are rules. If there's so many absences, you can't be that member anymore. You have to find a new member. And that happens on these on some of this is dph is already doing right some of this i'm just pulling straight from watching the region three council but it it is on oconee county it is on green county it's on clark county it's on rockdale county to know what the council is doing 
and either go and voice their opinions at these meetings and change things or get a representative on the board to change things or to implement the plan in their county is that i mean how's that going to is that going to be different than what you're talking about with the fire and volunteer and pro fire what are they going to call it now pro fire paid fire well better fire one of them is the uh georgia let's see I think one of them is just the Georgia Firefighter Standards and Training Council, and the other one is the Georgia Volunteer Firefighter and Standard. Let's see. Yeah, one of them is the Georgia Firefighter Standards and Training Council. The other one is the Georgia Volunteer Fire Service Council. Okay. They kind of need to change the other name from Standards and Training to to paid volunteer. Paid, paid volunteer. <laughs> I messed that one up. But you know what I'm saying, uh, more representative of an actual what they're they're supposed to be doing because the name indicates that they're still dictating standards, but they're not because the other council. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's. I think it's easier to start with principles, guiding principles, and then everything. But you have to want what's best for everyone. That that sound fine? Yeah, you you can't be selfish and represent a anything uh if you show up and you're like well i don't care about you and yours i just want to get me and mine then the whole construct falls apart because you'll never have any compromise now as i hear the arguments in my head about people well you know congress that is their their whole thing is they're supposed to go represent their area into the state senate you know blah blah there's differences but ultimately you got to come together but with what i'm talking about with you specifically i agree with that statement 100 to this particular council over public safety we're serving the public and yours is fire mine is ems absolutely you can't be here for well i i i'm only doing the paid guys or i'm only doing i only care about atlanta fire or overthrow fire it's like no what's what serves the public and there are different areas i would not be upset with this split council if there was a a if they both answered to one person or one other smaller committee or the state, whatever, if they answered to us, a, a, a place, I would not be upset because now you got one part, uh, an oversight of the oversight saying, okay, we see both sides. They'd be subcommittees, right? Because you do need volunteers who understand Oglethorpe County works a thousand percent different than Clark County, than Rockdale County, you know, then and, that would be one council that has an, what? accurate representation of the state what what oh who god who said that 20 minutes ago <laughs> that should happen but it's, that's why i'm upset is that you're getting a me and mine situation going on because the volunteers will, we're just worried about volunteers and the standards and training is only worried about the paid vol paid guys you know uh you you have to have the principle of it can't be it has to be what's best for all of us together as citizens of the state, right? How do we serve the state of Georgia public safety divisions the best? And I know down in Albany, not Albany, that's in New York. Albany is down in South Georgia. Uh, I know they run EMS differently than even Jasper County ran, which is a rural state you could compare it to, but it's, it's just a different kind of rural, right? And I know that's different than DeKalb County, EMS, which is a hundred percent, uh, urban suburban, you know, it, it's, well, not even a hundred percent. There is a little bit of rural to even to cab County. Um, it, so we have to have that mentality of, we have to serve all the citizens and yeah, it's going to be, we have to affect things different. That's why you take it on a case by case basis. That's why in my proposal for an EMS council, one of the guiding principles is what do what do your citizens need because when you're bidding contracts that council needs to oversee that contract and needs to help you approve that contract because honestly i'm gonna go throw back i'm tired of grady going in promising the world and delivering nothing you know and that's been backed up by current grady employees that obviously for good reason refuse to go on the record but that's the thing that happens is they promised the world and then, oh, you know, this, no, 
that'd be part of the council's duties, arbitration. Maybe, maybe it's not even a volunteer council. Maybe it's a paid council and that's your job for a year. Once the year's up, done. You know, maybe it's a part-time job. I don't know if it's a full-time job, but you see what I'm saying is, is we have too much separation. And even in this fire council, what happens, because Newton County has this, what happens when you have two different paid departments in your area? So Newton County has county fire and city fire, but only, it may have changed, but I think only one or two stations in county fire were paid, but the others were volunteer. One was actually part-time. It was like an eight-hour station. There was one paid firefighter there for eight hours during the week uh, when the call volume might be a little higher. Or what I forget exactly how it worked out, but basically it was a call volume thing. But it was volunteer after hours. What happens, Douglas, now when you have those mixed counties? The volunteer council is solely for volunteer. If there's anybody in your department that is paid, you answer to the current council. If you are entirely, well, they use the word solely, solely utilizing volunteer firefighters. So if you've got a combination department, if you pay a guy to sit there during the day, then you answer to the, the original council. So we're putting the two bosses over everybody down. Yeah. So Newton County had, will have two different councils to answer to because the paid guys will answer to the paid one and the volunteer guys will answer to the volunteer one, but they both work if, for the same county system. If you have an entire volunteer department. Now, if it's Newton County Fire that pays this guy, but these guys are volunteers, then they answer to the paid council. So it's still, they're, so they're getting their relief. Say, say it's... I don't know. What's a city in Newton County? Covington. Um, so Covington has a paid fire department. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. The city of Covington has a paid fire department. They answer to the paid council. If Newton County has a volunteer fire department, or okay. if there's an independent volunteer department in Newton County, they answer to the volunteer council. So yes, you could have a county wow. answering to the volunteer council and a city answering to the paid council or vice versa. If, if your county is paid and your city is volunteer, you can have them answering to different councils. But the entire department has to be volunteer. I, I don't even know what to say right now. It just, <laughs> it's just so frustrating. That and that's why you have problems with uh, bureaucracy and oversight, and that's why I have problems with bureaucracy, bureaucracy and oversight. Gum, gum, yeah. That's why because <laughs> because of those reasons, it's somewhere somebody thought it was a good idea to let's uh, let's uh, let's separate these things, but not take into true account how things can be blended and mixed. Oh. I know my original conversation with Senator Jones wasn't that uh, a volunteer council is going to be a great idea. It was the current council is not good. Oh, I see the mistake there. So I, I don't know how they got to creating an entirely separate council. I wasn't privy to that. No, you're not part of that. And, and I'm not my, saying it's your fault, but I got an idea. Yeah. Go ahead. Finish your thought. So the meeting that I was in, I was invited to uh, a meeting where some of these senators came down and uh, were receptive to listening, basically listening to some, some volunteer firefighters gripe about the difficulties they were having with the cancer bill, with uh, standards and training requirements, and with you know basically increasing costs to the volunteers that were becoming unmanageable. And so the senators were like, well, okay, we, we, one, we did not realize how bad it was for you. Two, we'll do whatever we can to help you. And a separate council is what we ended up with. So part of why I think, uh, well, I think the mentality is this, and, and this is where I try to bring all of my speechifying to, is you can't not do something, right? You can't right. not go turn on the light. And my kids are like, what do you mean? It's like, go Go over there and not turn on the light. And like, huh? Exactly. You leave the light off. The action is you 
you leave it dark. You leave the light off. You you maybe the actions you take no action, but you can't not do it. So what I'm hearing you say, and again, not your fault. So, you know who knows how it's translated, but the 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 difference I I think could have been made was instead of going the fire council is not good. It is not representing everybody like it should. It should have been hey, we need to integrate more volunteer into this. We need to keep the one, you know, come with a better solution. And because who knows what they heard, but their dumbass idea was to, oh, let's just make a new, oh, you're right, Douglas. Yeah, I heard him. I heard him say it. You're right, Douglas Spencer of Oglethorpe County. You're right. <laughs> you know, here's your million dollar check. Uh, no, <laughs> but uh, no, they, you know, mentally they say, okay, this is right. It is not representing volunteers. So let's make, Oh, another thing? No. No, because I guarantee you somebody in there was representing their own interest going, no, no, you know, you know, paid fire. We don't we we don't need those volunteer guys in here. You need to get those. I feel like with the history of public safety in Georgia, that's exactly what happened. Somewhere in there, somebody had a ear and was representing their own interest saying, Oh, we don't need volunteers in the paid thing. The pay we'll just do paid people. You just a whole nother council for volunteers. And that leads to the crap man that leads to talking out two sides of the mouth that leads to miscommunications and one senator here one senator there we need to unify we need to unify and that goes to everything that's going on today we need to unify as a nation in politics we need to unify as a human race you know i've, ever, I've always hated the whole you know uh, you know i'm about to say on a whole lot of toes and you hear me out to why i hate this I've always hated the whole pledge to allegiance thing. One nation, I pledge allegiance to the flag. I, I don't. I don't. I take care of my fellow human beings. Well, you know, well, don't you love this nation? Do you realize how arbitrary it is that this is a nation? Do you realize how arbitrary it is that you're in Oglethorpe County and not freaking Clark County? It's somebody drew a line, and that line can be changed. But if we treat each other as human beings and take care of each other, and yeah, we buy, buy blah blah blah. We need to unify. We need to come together, and especially in EMS, we got to start with public safety. We have to start with public safety, being EMS, fire, and police. We need to unify and say we're here to serve the public. We need to have clarity and transparency in everything that we do. You know, honestly, Doug, you can tell the story if you want to, or you can just say, "Yep, I got an idea." Of how many times has something that was either a budgetary thing or a bureaucratic thing or something that was done and your fire system was hidden from the public? The public had no idea. And most of the, actually, maybe most of the firefighters didn't even know what it was. It was just done. And we don't talk about it. Well, intentionally not talking about something or things that I do that people aren't aware, even though I try to tell them that I do. Well, but you know what I mean is, is, is budgets, right? You can have a budgetary meeting that might be open to the public, but it's at a weird time and a weird thing. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I, I know the state, uh, DPH, and I don't know how widespread it goes beyond EMS, but I know with the state and government and with anything that the government has a touch on, it says you can't have closed doors meetings anymore. You know, they fix right. that, but there were definitely, Oh, well, it's an open door meeting at a point. And they, 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 went further and said there are gonna be penalties that cannot happen anymore but there was definitely a point where it's like well it's open but we don't really tell people about it we might have made a little tiny print in the back of the newspaper you know and people don't understand but there's other things like times run times right that's a huge thing always in these conversations with the ems it always comes back what are the response times what's going and those things are tweaked and they're proprietary and they're hidden and they're controlled and they're not just reported to a state database that's that's bad why this is i'm gonna leave it here because we gotta start wrapping up i'm gonna leave it here this is why i want an oversight committee i'm willing to talk about this more about what it should look like what i think should be demanded of it um how it should be built but if you're hiding something you're doing something wrong you just are right now i'm not saying not openly talking about something because there might be something that okay i know if i go to your volunteer fire meeting and i'm like what do you guys think about the current state of politics you know i throw it on name either side doesn't matter it's gonna all it's gonna do is start a fight and now you now i've ruined your meeting because nothing's gonna get done nobody's gonna talk to each other right so there's i understand you don't might you might not go to certain areas and say certain things to people 
but it should be out there. The information should be there. Your processes should not be hidden. What about proprietary information? Okay, I'm not asking you know, AMR or Ameripro or National EMS to tell me how they come up with their budgets and how they are going to staff the trucks, this and that and the other, whatever else goes into a contract. You know, but I am asking for honest numbers on run times for the county. I'm, I'm asking for, you know, honest bids i'm asking i think that would help the bids too anyway i digress i'm about to get into we got to be honest about things we got to be transparent and if you're hiding something you're doing it wrong any other thoughts on that douglas before we get out of here no awesome (laughs) uh what you i do have one last question because i know you don't have a lot usually i go okay tell people where they can find you this and that but this is not that kind of show because you know, where are they going to find you? In in the Vesta Fire Department or wherever, Crawford or whatever place you, you are. You can't get here from there. Yeah. So um, uh, how much do you think you could have changed the fire council had you been elected to it? Or had you, how do you get on that fire council? How What would you have changed? That's difficult to say. To, to get on the council, you have to be uh, – nominated by one of the the fire chiefs association firefighters association uh, you have to be nominated by the the state fire marshal and then ultimately appointed by either the lieutenant governor or the governor the the lieutenant governor gets so many slots the governor gets so many slots that's how you get onto the council and so what would you change? Let me stop. I know you're answering my question, but we're, we're, let me ask you a different one. With that being said, what would you change about that process to make things better? About the uh, appointment to mm-hmm. the council? I, I think you're going to have to have a cabinet-level organization if if you've got to go directly to the governor to to appoint something to this council, um, it'll be very difficult to change the council. Not not because of who the governor is now, but just because how government works. The governor of any state does a whole lot of things, and so if the governor has to do your thing, it's going to take a long time to do your thing, whatever it is. And so that makes the council very slow. Yeah. If you had a cabinet level position, then uh, you could have appointments done faster to the council. You could get new members to the council, and so it would be easier for you to to change out the representation. So yeah. you say, "Hey, the demographics have changed. We need to update our representation." It'd be easier to do. I mean, I think everything needs to be potentially open to the public, right? Like, I could just go, you know what? I want to help change fire service, and there's two spots for random citizens. Let me try to get, you know, through an open, easy course of convincing people why well, I'm the right person for that seat. Let me have that shot. And then you have term limits. It's, it's, oh, man. But anyway, well, Douglas had enough of my crap. He's out. So there's that. But uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. You can tune in. Uh, most Wednesdays, if we're going to have it, it's going to be on facebook.com slash Georgia Institute of EMS. Actually, I have some banners to put up here, don't I? Yes. Facebook.com slash Georgia Institute of EMS. And as it was today, facebook.com slash VFFGA, which is Volunteer Firefighters of Georgia uh, page there on Facebook. You see us there. We're also on youtube.com slash EMS underground. You can watch it there. And of course, after the fact, the video will live there as well. It's easier to find on YouTube than anywhere else, but we're there. And the podcast, the audio only form is anchor.fm slash EMS underground. You can subscribe on all the channels out there. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. We're on all of that stuff. Uh, you can always email me anything you want to talk about, anything you want me to talk about, me to know, us to know and have put out on the platform. Charles at GAIEMS.com is the email. You can find me personally, CharlesMcFall.com, where all my other podcasts and, and digital endeavors are. Uh, we'll be back next week, but then, of course, coming in October, I've got some extra training to do. So until then, just do the best job you can, and we can affect change you know, one step at a time. <laughs>